Good morning, afternoon, evening, whatever time of day it is you're listening to this. Welcome back to Arts for All Kentucky Stories. My name is Sam Kirby. I am a teaching artist and podcast host for Arts for All. Uh, Today we're going to have a great episode with Allison Cash from Barron River Adult Daycare. Uh, And returning to us is Sonia Bird, the program's assistant and teaching artist with Arts for All. This episode is sponsored by the Kentucky Arts Council and the Kentucky Department of Education, Office of Special Education and Early Learning. Take a listen. Hello, I'm Sonia Bird. I'm the Programs Assistant for Arts for All Kentucky. And um, also we'll be speaking about uh, teaching art uh, in lessons. And I'm also an art teacher for Arts for All Kentucky. And a return contributor to the podcast. Yes, podcast. Now I feel like I'm up to date and hip, maybe a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) And Allison? And I'm Allison Cash. I'm the recreational therapist at Barron River Adult Daycare. Fantastic. So let's start by, um, by now, listeners have a pretty good idea or at least have fallen into Arts for All social media, so they're pretty aware of what this is about. So Let's give our audience an idea of what Barron River Adult Daycare um, does on a broad scope. Well, we are located on top of the hill by the red, white, and blue water tower. Um, We serve adults 21 and older with um, disabilities. We're a Medicaid-based program, so um, most of our clients um, have those services, and we offer all kinds of um, different programs for them um they come there monday through friday um and they socialize and participate in different forms of activities to fulfill their day Mm -hmm. and and those forms of activities really are kind of the core of they are um that's why they're there is to um socialize to learn to and make the best of their day along the way you're kind of led to be introduced to arts for all and think that's right up your alley with trying to fill you know the day with meaningful activities and things that will engage them in different ways so tell me about how um, you discovered arts for all what that was like well um my mom is a retired art teacher so art has always been a part of my life um although i struggle with drawing and painting myself (laughs) um but she has instilled that in me and so i wanted to bring that to them I started looking for art classes um, and I found Arts for All through the Arts Council because my mother was on Arts Council. So um, I started searching and then I got Sonia. Um, I called and I said, hey, I, I want to art, uh, offer art classes at Barron River Adult Daycare. And um, she said, well, I have the perfect person for you. And that's Sonia Bird. So that's how we got him. Mm-hmm. What was it like getting that? you know, notice or that call and and knowing about what they do, was there kind of like a light up of like, oh, this is perfect. This is a perfect matchup for for what we do. That's exactly what it is. This is that we have a really a niche service of arts and disability. That's we want to serve in that, make uh, arts accessible to folks, to bring them to folks and to teach in such a way as to make it available to folks that uh, learn differently, um, 
express themselves differently. Um, and I've worked in both professions and that just brings them together. And I had the added bonus of having some history of working with some of the folks up at adult care care. So there's old friends up there too. And so then to have a job to go and paint, which is a blast, hang out with old friends and really, um, give them a meaningful, uh, engaging day at, is just right up my alley. I come out of there just totally revved up. Um, I will even say this. Um, Sonia complimented one of the clients, um, and it has inspired her. She wants to paint more to be able to sell her paintings at in Glendale. I don't know exactly why Glendale, Kentucky. <laughs> I think she thinks of the arts yeah. um, community mm -hmm. there. Um, but she wants to paint several, uh, do several paintings and then sell them. That is so cool. So, yeah. That's great. So on your side of things, once kind of taken us through that process of that, um, that first encounter and activity, um, you know, after you got that uh, notice and everything, you kind of had those probably a setup process and arrangement for all of that. So what was that process like for you? And was, was it relatively easy or... Um, and what was that like? Well, you know, my clients, they want to try new things, but they're also scared um, because of their disabilities. Some of them have problems seeing. Some of them have disability of hearing. Um, some of them may have a mental um mental disability or physical disability. Um, so those disabilities are hard to overcome at times. So I sent out this letter and I was like, okay, we're going to do this. Um, so I sent home the letter and I was like, okay, who's going to, who's going to partake in the, I didn't have very many um, participants, participants at first. And I was like, oh, we're going to do this. I think you all will enjoy it. So I sent home 10, um, letters to ones that I thought would truly, thoroughly enjoy it. Um, they came back the next day. It's a minimum fee. Um, we supply all the, all the materials and supplies. Um, and they were like, okay, I'm ready to do this. So um, they brought in their money. Um, and then we went, um, we had the class and they were so excited just to be able to take those home and show off what they actually could do. I was amazed at what they did. I mean, um, and Sonia was so good with them. I was like, oh, they're going to mess up bad. But um, <laughs> they really didn't. She just she held it together for us. So, <laughs> Do you recall what the activity was that you all did? Mm -hmm. It's really common for me to start off with some sort of a landscape or the heart a floral. Was first. It was was it a heart yes. flower? Mm, it was the yeah heart. yeah, um, and something that's um, emotionally warm, like welcoming and um, not too threatening. So it was maybe like a tulip, but the top was a, a heart. And I think it maybe even was around Valentine's it was. Day. Mm -hmm. um, so I like to have themes that keep folks grounded in what's going on around us. And, um, you know, she's talking about the mistakes and stuff. And I do this in all my classes. They're, we're all inspired by the painting that I'm doing up there in front of them, but they're all going to be different and in really, really neat ways. Some people will 
paint very painstakingly and exact and others are just loose and exuberant. And then together you see this great representation of all of them. So no matter what class I'm in, it's making people feel comfortable and um, just to not be afraid. They're, if you don't like your painting, you're just not done yet. And then um, the next class we offered, they were all asking me, oh, can I participate? Can I participate? Because <laughs> the ones that did participate, they showed it to the ones who didn't, weren't real sure of themselves. And they were like, oh, I can do this. And then whenever we came back from COVID, they were like, oh, I want to participate. I want to participate. So, I mean, it's a, and they know that they can do it because they are able to overcome those disabilities and they've seen the others do it. So, mm-hmm. There's a couple themes that we've hit on in, in the podcast so far in pretty much every episode. The first is art as a language, but the second is art as a form of confidence building. So for them and... It's um, definitely a form of confidence building. It seems like in this, like it, every activity you get them to do is all about confidence building, mm-hmm. but something about the way that this opportunity engaged seemed like it really had that sort yeah. of impact. Um, and we've even over been able to overcome um, disabilities of um, one being blind and deaf, but she, she mastered it. That was, and that's a challenge for a teacher yeah. to, to find new ways to engage Um you know, we try to teach all of our VSA teaching artists about universal design for learning and making this accessible. But it was a first for me, too. Allison gave me a heads up and I'm like, wow. So I need to wrap my head around teaching a visual class to a person who has extremely limited vision and hearing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, looked up ways to do that, talked to Allison, what are some cues, um, different ways. And she had just a, enough light building and she picked her colors and we accommodated. And so that's a really interesting challenge as a teacher too, is to how to get your way in. Um you know, whether that person has autism or um, some people don't want to get dirty and paint. So we have to get a way to make sure they might stay clean. You know, do you, I don't think we've used them, but I always have gloves in case mm-hmm. somebody's scared they're going to get messy. Um, so it's a, it's a challenge and a puzzle for me, too, to make sure that I get to every student. Mm-hmm. One of the things across all arts for all you know roster workshops anything that it's been as well as the virtual workshops that we've worked on is providing alternatives and providing alternative ways so in that process were you able to kind of help create suggestions for some of those alternatives and did she bring some of her own as well and how did that work yes because i'm with them every day but also because sonia has the background of of working with people with disabilities. So together, you know, we've been able to overcome any disability problems or um, through art. And, you know, I'm just amazed at how they can just do it. (laughs) There's paint. (laughs) 
And it turns out amazing. <laughs> even quote regular folks are intimidated by painting. Uh -huh. You know, like even the staff are like, I couldn't do that. I can't do that, yeah. you know. Um, so that's that's half the battle is just getting everybody comfortable and mm -hmm. jump in. Um, well, I, I started with art because that's what I knew. Um, but I hope that we can offer different programs, um, music, because they do respond in the same ways. I just don't know that because I started with what I knew. Um, but I think drama, um, dance, I think even computers and media, um, I think they will respond to that and would love it just as much. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and we're um, looking forward to expanding that reach with them, too. Um, I tend to start with the painting um, because that's what I've got the most experience in. But we have um, a registry of teachers um, for all the art disciplines and um, music's probably my my second after that and you know you talk about therapy music is is therapy is. I think everybody agrees yeah. on that and a language and can reach people mm -hmm. and also for physical health music is a good way to get folks that are maybe limited in movement or not interested in movement get to get them to move and use their body and stay healthy. And I've seen clients who you can't get to do anything, but you turn on music and they'll respond quickly. Yes. Or calm them down. Uh -huh. I don't think I've done it in your class, but um, sometimes if you have folks that aren't settling and getting into the groove, you'll add music on top mm -hmm. and that can help get people focused in there all the tricks in the bag yeah that's great so this might be reaching and you can tell me if we don't need to go this direction but with your mother being an art teacher mm -hmm. have you ever talked with her about like you know accessible stuff with the arts or you know those with disabilities in the arts has that ever been part of you know what she's spoke about in teaching and in creating those alternatives or what that's done for like well, special needs students? Um, she taught high school. So obviously she um, had to deal with people with disabilities as well um, through art. And um, my dad was a special ed teacher, so I get the best of both worlds. Wow. <laughs> um, but so that was common in our, in my common language in my household to hear about their days and the disabilities and how they've overcome that and um, how you can make a change. Um, Mom may say, okay, you know, could you get them to, um, to paint today with me? And they would be like, oh yeah, well, I'll come help you. And together they could do it. So... Like the ultimate master class <laughs> in preparing for doing yeah. arts and engaging activities yeah. with those with disabilities. You kind of were, it seemed like bread in that almost. Yes. Yeah. Um, my dad's not very artistic either, but, <laughs> 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 but he is right there with us. Um, he said like a true artist child. Yeah. <laughs> It could be intimidated to have a parent that's a professional uh -huh. in that. Um, but, you know, mom taught me so much in uh, other things, weaving. I can c 
do I do calligraphy and so again I can't draw or paint but I can do other things so that kind of proved to me at work that just because you can't do one thing you can do another absolutely no trying to think is the last class that we had so we've had one post covid mm-hmm. and so with the new rules you know so we did it outside right. and we set up our tables outside and we had all the interesting challenges of a little bit of wind a little bit of rain <laughs> i was about to ask if, it, if there was paper involved did you yes. write it down make sure it <laughs> yes yeah. we went and got even rocks the, from the landscaping the paint blew away <laughs> the paint, we had paint blow away yes we went, so we went and pulled rocks out of the landscaping mm-hmm. to hold everything down then somebody inside the building had a health situation and we had the stretcher and the ambulance guys come through this is very dramatic and it's their friends so you've now taken a class of folks with maybe challenges already and now they're emotional and it's a little bit scared for their friend of course because they've they've seen how this goes so we're on the fly first of all we're separating out tables calmly making space for the stretcher that's going to come through calming down so and so because oh it has to come straight through the the tent yeah yeah i'm getting okay the visual makes sense now wow yeah so we're moving tables and we're painting we're in the middle of this lesson we're. somebody thinks her boyfriend is going to the hospitals very concerned so you're into the crisis mode which is to <laughs> soft voice everything's fine we're gonna be just fine here's the guys the stretcher they're keeping them safe and healthy and go ahead and pick up a little bit of that blue we're working on some sky here um you know so and actually in that situation a divided brain is helpful because you can't get quite so wrapped up in the fear and the emotion so I just tried to keep painting while we very quietly scooted everybody around and the staff got the space here comes the paramedics there goes friend and then back here we come yeah here we are again um and I and I think it probably went smoother because we had something to focus on. Yeah. I was about to ask if you were able to keep most of them pretty engaged. We and- did. Yes. Um, no, and a lot of times they will get very scared um, just because they don't know, they don't truly understand everything that's going on. So, but with them being able to paint and do the art class, they, they never... Um, got nervous, upset. We were just painting along. And after this last year, they have lost friends. These right. are folks that with with health challenges. Mm-hmm. And so, like Allison said, you know, we're really rebuilding it. There's an urgent need to get those good feelings back and see your friends and make something positive Mm -hmm. and be connected as a community. Um, I did do one Zoom class Mm -hmm. last year too. That was outside. Yeah. That was pretty cool. So we we even tried to do that. We we painted the water tower, the red, white, and blue up on Mm -hmm. the on the top of the hill. And that that is um 
with that facility being up there, that's really, it's an icon for the town, but especially for that folks, it signifies that place where they used to gather. So, um, it's a sense of comfort. It is. It is. Mm -hmm. It's like, that's still standing. That's where I go to see my friends, you know? Mm -hmm. So we, we worked on that too, just Mm -hmm. to stay connected. Well, with some seems like significant, especially coming out of COVID, you know, need and challenges kind of coming out of that. It does sound like, you know, what you have here with, you know, Arts for All and kind of the plans for that has the potential to be extremely helpful. So, I mean, very much so. It, the definitely, definitely difficulties ahead, but not necessarily any reason to um, be worried if you can put a plan in place and something that's going to going to be effective for you right um my clients have been confined to their house for um a year because of their disabilities you know um most of their guardians made the decision that they you know could not come out because they were afraid that they would get the virus um so you know imagine being confined to your house for a whole year um so it's took a toll on them so I think through this, you know, we can pull it back together and they can see I can do things again. And the, I guess, looking forward to in, in your mind, what is the what is the, the positive result from that? What is the process of that positive result? Um, seeing them be able to set, um, put paintings back on the wall Um hearing them say, oh, I want to sell my paintings again. Um, It's all coming back to them. They love that piece, too. If the art doesn't go home right away, Allison will hang them Mm -hmm. in the wall there. And um, that's huge. That's huge for any artist to have your art there somewhere where people walk by and pass by and see it. And they can share it with their other friends that may or may not have participated. So showing of art is... um, an additional piece of pride there too. One of one of the clients, um, we left pretty suddenly, um, so the daycare closed, and um, all through COVID, he worried about his painting because it was still at daycare. Um, so we, he kept saying, "I want my painting. I want my painting. I want my painting." So. We tried to mail it to him. It got lost in the mail. (laughs) I was devastated because I thought, how in the world am I going to get this painting back? Somehow it came back to the daycare as a return. (laughs) And I was like, I'm not losing this in the mail again. I'm going to, we're going to take it to him to the client so we um so the director actually took it to his house and hand delivered it but that was so important to him to be able to get his painting and he wanted to hang it on his wall in his house thank you again so much for tuning in to another episode of arts for all kentucky stories Uh, it's been an absolute pleasure we'd like to thank again the kentucky department of education office for special education and early learning and the kentucky arts council for their generous support of this and many arts for all kentucky programs 
Additionally, we would like to thank our contributors and invite you to come back. The last Thursday of every month we'll be releasing this show telling great stories about the ways that the arts impact those with disabilities and allow them to live fuller uh, and better lives. Thank you all so much again for tuning in and we'll see you next time.